What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. With me this week is our co-host, Lamont. Lamont, say what's up to the people. Hello, everyone. What's up? All right, so I guess we're just running real light this week, so it's just going to be the two of us. So we're going back to the old school format. We're just going to review one show for you this week, and that show is 91 Days. But before we get to the show, Lamont, what's the question of the week? All right. The question of the week is, um, okay, if one day you wake up and you watch anime like you, you, you usually did, but somehow um, the Japanese, the original um, uh, Japanese uh, dub is gone, and the, I guess, uh, your native language dub is also gone. So the question is, um, what language uh, option that you will choose to watch the anime? So if the if the if I'm going to watch a show and somehow magically the Japanese subtitle is gone and the Japanese dub is gone and the mm-hmm. English dub and subtitle is gone, how do yeah. I watch the show? Mm-hmm. Uh, In what language? I'm, I'm gonna have to dust off my old high school skills and go with Spanish. Like my Spanish skills ain't that good, but I can brush up if I need to watch an anime. <laughs> anime in Spanish dub. Wow. It's no different than, than anime in English dub. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a native Spanish speaker, I'd be like, anime in English dub? That's weird. It's like it's the same thing. <laughs> but you have the memory of it being good, you know? It being a Japanese. And you already know um, English, you know? You still speak English. But somehow the the anime that you watch doesn't have the option anymore. I mean, it's, that's that's a very weird thing to have randomly happen. So yeah, that's how isekai um, works, I guess. I guess. What language are you watching? It it will be easy for me. I I can watch it in English dub. <laughs> well, that's just cheating. No, I'm not cheating. English is not my native language. Nah, but you speak it fucking fluently. <laughs> well, not really, man, but still. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a bit cheating, but uh, I know you will bring this up. So I will change my... <laughs> so there's no English for me as well, all right? All right? Is that, is that fair? That's fair. <laughs> so... I don't speak it that well. Yes, you do. We've been doing this for two years. Yeah, I know. So, um, I can go with Indonesian because I'm a bit fluent with Indonesian as well. And I can go with Arabic, but that would be weird. So, Wait, Arabic? I, I can speak Arabic. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so, I can speak English, um, Malay, uh, Indonesian, and a little bit of Arabic and a basic Japanese. So you speak you speak five languages. Um, yeah, I, I'm a jack of all trades, but a master of none. So you know the full saying. Like this is a total side note to an anime review, but you know the full saying for that, right? Yeah. What's the full saying? Uh, what what do you mean by that? 
So what you so the saying a jack of all trades, that's so what you just recited is part of the actual saying, not the full yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know the That is the whole saying. I am a jack of all trade and master of none. No, it's not. The full saying is jack of all trades, master of none, but uh-huh. often better than the master of one. Oh, there's more. Yes, that's the full saying. Jack of all trades, master of none, but mm-hmm. often better than master of one. Oh, thank you for that. I learned something new today. Thank you. That's the thing. Most people take it as well. It's it's better to be really fluent in one thing than many things. But no, the real saying is to say that it's much better to be fluent in many things because it's more useful to you and to more people. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, my one of my other ones that everyone gets wrong is um, blood is thicker than water. Uh huh. That's the full saying. Full saying is blood. Blood of uh, blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. So it's the exact opposite meaning. So blood is thicker than water makes it seem like they're saying family bond is more is more important and more valuable than the bonds of friendship. But it's actually the opposite. The blood of the covenant, so the people that I choose to surround myself with that call themselves my brother by friendship are more valuable and more important than those who I was born to by the water of the womb. Oh, all right. Oh, we! I learned something new today. So I guess back, back to the question. I will not choose um Indonesian or, or Arabic, but I will go with Taiwanese. No, Taiwanese. Okay, I will accept Taiwanese. Because like, you know, we're talking. Because about, no, I'm gonna do more normal. I cannot handle just... Chinese at all. Um, no offense to our audience out there, but to me, the Chinese. Uh, language is is a bit harsh, you know. Like, uh, w- when you uh, I guess pronounce the language when you speak the Chinese language, it it is almost uh, as if you want to pick a fight with someone, you know. Well, that's be- well. Part of that's because the inflection you use on each word determines the meaning. So you can say the same word with the same syllables and the same letters, but when your inflection changes, it changes the meaning. It's yeah. a very tricky language. It's a very tricky language for someone who from, comes from a, uh, a culture that doesn't do that, where mm-hmm. the word itself has its own meaning and that's it. Your inflection doesn't matter almost. Yeah, like like the Korean, right? Korean language have a way, the way they, I guess, in, intonize? Is that the word? The intonation the of how they, they say their language is like a bit weird you know korean well, I, mean, i can't say it's weird i don't i've never really heard too much korean so i can't really say the only korean i've been exposed to is k-pop and that does not count <laughs> so chinese is a bit harsh and korean is a bit like uh, no, no 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 you know you know you know how 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 they they, they say it? <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is it's a bit more monotone, mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of inflection and, and there's not a lot of variation in the tones when it's spoken. Yeah, um, that's why I choose um, Taiwanese because um, I guess the the, uh, the language itself is very beautiful in my opinion, 
and they have um as much as um an emotion behind the words itself you know i can understand that if you if you're listening to a, if you're listening it in a language that doesn't really have much inflection then mm-hmm. it can seem kind of boring and flat mm-hmm. and if you're listening in a language where there's a, a lot of inflection and you're it's foreign to you it could be kind of jarring and hard to enjoy so i can, i can understand that so as for you spanish though Uh, the way I see it, I know nothing about Spanish. All right. Um, the way I see it, Spanish, they say, they pronounce their words very fast, very quickly. I don't know why. Well, not all the time. It depends on what you're watching. Um, <laughs> I I mean so... o- almost the, almost all the thing that I watch that um I guess that involves Spanish, they say it very fast and quick. Yeah, if you're watching like sports, or if you're watching, um, if you're watching certain shows, yeah, they can speak fast, but it's it's not obsessively so. Like, so it's, it's, when, it's, when you combine it with anime, so for example, if you watch like um, slice of life or, or a drama, um, the Spanish language would be a bit jarring. No, if you're watching a drama, <laughs> Spanish will just make it better. Okay, so you guys have soap operas out there, right? Yes. Okay, so Spanish soap operas, uh, so they're called telenovelas. Those are some of the most dramatic shows <laughs> in existence. Like you have not, like you can watch that shit and not understand a word of Spanish and still be like, I don't know what the hell they're saying, but damn, it's in, damn, it's interesting. Like I, I mean, it's, it's a combination of a camera work and. I guess the background not, music, the in a way, it's not the camera work because their camera work is the same as the as the same as the soap operas that we show, but mm-hmm. our soap operas are boring as hell to me even when they talk. But watching it in novella form, it's it just just the way they talk to each other. It's just so much more interesting, even if you don't know what the hell is going on. Because <laughs> when it comes to a drama, oh, believe it will probably enhance the anime way way more. <laughs> Matter of fact, I gotta reach out to some of my Spanish-speaking homeboys or some of my Spanish-speaking friends and see if they've ever watched a drama anime in Spanish, just to see if it, if it hits the same way. I gotta ask. I'm gonna have to check up on them. Let's make it an experiment, though. Let's watch um one episode of anime in our chosen um <laughs> language, let's see, I guess, oh, and see cute. how it goes from there. We will okay. bring. We will bring this matter back next week. I promise you. <laughs> okay, this this is gonna be interesting. Okay, all right, I'm down. So, um, yeah, you guys out there, um, I guess, stay tuned to find out <laughs> if we, we like it or not. This plays I, out. <laughs> I will try some. I will try to find some anime that that is, I guess, in a Taiwanese dub. I will try that. I will try to find that anime. That is very niche, but I will try. I I I I, I guess that there's so much out there in Spanish dub, Spanish dub. Oh yeah, there's a ton out there in Spanish dub. They, like their yeah, their crazy, anime man. is just as big as ours. <sighs> so I have no problem finding a show. God damn it! <laughs> I I I shit my own foot. Yes, you did. <laughs> Um, I, but I have no regrets, man. Let's go on with that, and we will bring this matter back next week. 
I promise you. <laughs> All right, so I guess let's move on to our main topic. So, yeah, Shannon. All right, so as always, we're going to read you the synopsis for the show of 91 Days. A child living in the town of Lawless, Anglo, Angelo Lagusa, has witnessed a tragedy. His parents and younger brother have been mercilessly slaughtered by the Venetti Mafia family. Losing everything he holds dear, he leaves both his name and hometown behind, adopting the new identity of Avilio Bruno. Seven years later, Avilio finally has his chance for revenge when he receives a mysterious letter prompting him to return to Lawless. Obliging, he soon encounters the Venetti Don's son, Nero, and seeks to befriend him using the skills he has quietly honed for years. Set during the Prohibition era, 91 Days tells the story of Avilio's dark, bloodstained path to vengeance as he slowly ends each of the men involving, involved in the killing of his family. So there you go. 91 Days. There, this, this is definitely one of the like more serious, dark animes that I've watched. I mean, this is not your typical goody-goody, um, uh, cutesy-cutesy um, anime type, you know? <laughs> no, there's nothing in here. But even among like the darker anime, it's still really different because of the way that it's it's purely done in true like gangster movie style. Like yeah. it's dead on like Godfather style anime. And it was definitely yeah. the first time I've ever seen anything like that. Usually they focus on turning it kind of like Yakuza style or Triad style, but this was straight on an, an Italian mafia film. Yep. And, and, I'm tempted and, to show this to my mother-in-law, who's Italian, and say, Mom, I know you love The Godfather, but I want you to watch this. My mother-in-law has never watched anime a day in her life. I really kind of want her to watch this, to get her, to get her take on this. Mm-hmm. So what, what is imp- impressive uh, is that this is made by uh, Japanese people, right? And they nail every single thing about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, everything's perfect. Yeah. I mean, we haven't uh, give it our score and a slogan, but um, oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the tone that they set in this anime is super, super. I guess um, dead on. Is that what you say? Dead on. Ah, uh, super dead on. Yeah. Yeah, dead on. Well, dead on's not a word, but yes, that that would be the right thing. <laughs> It would be dead. <laughs> See, I am not a, a very fluent um, English uh, speaker. I don't want to hear. It. No, shut up. You said the you said the phrase right. You just got confused between the word. Is this a word or is this a phrase? That is such a minor, <laughs> minor freaking detail. <laughs> and so I guess let's give it a, a score and slogan. Um, Shannon, I, I, you, you have watched this um. Uh, show before, right? So yeah. this is your se- second watch. Yes, this is my second watch on this one. I watched it a long time ago, just because it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so my score, I'm gonna give it a solid seven point five. Um, and then yeah. my slogan is, "Huh." That's pretty high. It, it's high, but it's there's an asterisk to it. Okay. I'll, I'll explain and we'll get into that. But and then the slogan for me this week is gonna be I am my brother's keeper. 
Um, the states who watched certain movies out of the states, you'll understand that reference. But to another gangster film, but it's definitely I am my brother's keeper. Yeah. So um, my score will be six point five, and the slogan is um, that sweet, sweet revenge ain't that sweet after all. Okay, okay. So, um, how are we gonna win this week? Who's <laughs> <laughs> looking at are we going with this week, man? I don't know, <laughs> I really don't know. It's because we don't have a tiebreaker, and either one of us usually votes for our own stuff. So, so uh, I, I will go with your, your slogan then because okay. it, it is, I guess. More represent the show, I guess. All right, cool. I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Just because mm-hmm. it, it it really is like I took it from another gangster film. Um, I believe this one is New Jack City. Um, but there it's used a lot in gangster films because it's literally the definition of it's your job to take care of your brother, no yeah. matter what circumstances, no matter what goes down. Your brother is should be the one that always has your back, and in this show. <clears throat> it definitely shows that Emilio saw his brother and his parents killed. His best friend swore to him, saying, "We are now brothers for for mm-hmm. the rest of our lives." Yep. And then you saw what he did for his brother, and then you saw the the, the brotherhood between Nero and um, oh, what was that boy's? What was his brother's name? It's like. Uh, the Netty is their, their family name. But I'm trying to remember the brother's name. I can't um, not Cortio. Cortio is um, Angelo's brother. Uh, Nero. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, see, I really hated the character too, so. <clears throat> oh, um, uh, Falto? Hold on, I'm calling up right now. Uh, so, yes. uh, Nero? Frato. Frato, yeah, Frato. Wait. Nero, Frato, and Fio, yes. Hold up, hold up. Is this one of those cir- instances where they changed the name based upon where the hell the show was, was, being, was being dubbed at? Because is your spell F-R-A-T-O? F-R-A-T-O, yes. Minus F-R-A-T-E. Frate? Yeah. The brother's name no. is Frate in the English version. Why, why Frate? It's supposed to be Frato. No, it's Frate. The, both of them are correct names, but they, they remember that we've done this before. When they change it, when they switch the region it's going to for some reason. So, <laughs> because, don't know why. Because they rhymes, right? Nero, Frato, and Fio. Fio is uh, his sister. No, because for me, it's Nero, Frate, and then what's his sister's name? I don't know. Uh, Check out all these different yeah, I couldn't consolidate this shit. 
because most most of their name ended with N O, right? Like Angelo, Avilio, Cortio, Gonzo, except for Vincent. Even Orco, Orco, and that? and that crazy guy name I, I already forgot. Oh, um, Fungo. Yeah, uh, Fungo. They all end end with an O. They don't all end in O. Only certain ones. Yeah, she like... has to go through all this shit because the daughter is. Yeah, the daughter is Fio, so it's Nero, yeah. Frate, Fio for me. Oh, Frate, it's a bit weird. Okay, but let's go on. I guess let's move on. Um, so, but it shows that even the, <laughs> the the dysfunctional brotherhood and what happens when you are not your brother's keeper, the the relationship that dissolves between Frate and Nero. So that's why I went with that saying because it's not it's not something I made up my on my own like I normally do, but it's so fitting to the show, and because. The brothers keeper thing is also about your is also about your true friends, the men that, the men that you stand that stand by your side that you call your brothers, because if Testa, if I remember correctly, um, the um, crap, that's it, Vincent, um, if Vincent Vanetti had kept Testa as his brother and has been his brother's keeper, then none of this would have happened. Yep, the fact that he betrayed him. To the Galassi, the Galassios, the Galassios or the Galettis? Uh, Galassios. Galassio, Galass, Galassio. Ah, Galassios. <laughs> 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 um, the Galassios. Mm-hmm. Because he sold them out to the Galassia family, he basically stopped being his brother's keeper and brought about all of this, this whole path of destruction that came about. So yeah, because. Um, they were once in the same family in the Morello uh, family. Um, Ganzo, uh, Orco, uh, Testa, and Vincent—they are all in the same family at first. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're all part of this family, and then when they sold them out to Glasses, captured everything and started everything that went down that seven years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. Vincent throughout the years start to regret everything. I guess he didn't regret it. He paranoid about what happened. Yeah, he 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 was hunt, hunted by by the shadow of like um, uh, Testa's son is going to hunt him down. You know. Yeah. So he knew that that was a thing, and he knew that that would come back to get him. He's always paranoid about it, but he was only truly remorseful. When he saw the destruction that his path had caused. Yep. And of course, at that point, it's too late to be remorseful. Yeah. I guess the way they, they, um, uh, they, I guess, uh, present the story to us is very, I guess, uh, excellent, you know? Because at oh, first, it, it is really slow. Yeah, it is re- really slow to begin with. But uh, slowly, um they they i guess they started to make us get attached to to a certain characters and i guess we start to root for a certain characters right even though the thing that they, they are doing is wrong you know 
Right, because it's always because well, that's the thing about stuff like this is like wrong is wrong is shades of gray. Yep, it's shades of gray in something like this, because yes, what they're doing is wrong, but how wrong is it? Because we have everything from bootlegging and just selling liquor mm-hmm. all the way to straight up murder, and it's like and everything in between, and it's like, well, th- in this world where nothing is but where nothing is well, nothing is white. Everything is shades of gray, and that's it. So you kind of you kind of give way, and you can you can find yourself rooting for someone you know is wrong, but because everyone is on a spectrum of wrong, that they're not that bad. So you can root yeah. for them. We choose, I, I guess, the less bad. You know, <laughs> we we not just the the worst, but we choose the the less bad. I guess. Yeah. So, do you think that the relationship between um, Angelo and Nero is genuine, or is it all an act from the beginning? I think Nero. I think Angelo was so torn by what he had, what he had already set in motion, mm-hmm. that even if he wanted to be Nero's friend and wanted to be genuine in his brotherhood with Nero, he could. I believe that he started off 100%, this wool's going to die by my hand. And yep. as things went down, and the more he sat by Nero's side, the more he got to a point where he was like, I've come too far to turn back, regardless of how much how my feelings for you personally have changed. Because you may not have pulled the trigger that killed my parents, but you did let me live. Yep. So he, he was so torn at that. That's why Nero, that's why Nero lived. Because he knew that he couldn't kill Nero because of, because of he already gotten his revenge by destroying the family as a whole. So Nero didn't have to die. And that's why he did it that way. Because it saved him from having to make that one decision. They saved that one, that one red mark that he didn't want to do. And he got to save himself from that by just destroying the family and his father. But I think, though, Nero could have died early in, in the show. But, uh, but uh, when Angelo know about the truth that that there's a, a fourth one, the fourth people in the group that showed up that night, I guess um, um, Angelo just let let Nero lives. I guess. Well, no, he couldn't. Have, he could not have killed Nero in the beginning. He couldn't, and it's very simple reason. And there's another. I mean, He he could have killed a uh, Nero on the run, when they they on the run together, right? He couldn't. He couldn't. Why? So there is another gangster film that I absolutely love called mm-hmm. Lucky Number Seven. All right. So that's seven with an L, Seven. <sighs> And the concept of it is very simple. You've got these two major crime families. That have been at each other's throats for years, trying to kill one another, to where the po- where they get to the point where the two bosses have not left their towers in more than two decades. Okay, they've never left their towers in more than two decades. Both of their sons are killed. They still can't leave their towers. Once, once you got to the point where Frate was dead, Theo was sent to Chicago, and mm-hmm. Nero's the last living son. Once you killed. Once you kill Nero, Vincent has no reason to leave the compound at all. Period. 
because the playhouse, he the playhouse is something just for the dog. It's just so he can show off, but he can't oversee it because he can't leave. So he's going to stay in the compound. He would have never gotten close to him at all. Yeah, I remember that um, he he needs Nero to get closer to Vincent, right? But I think Vincent could have died anyway because of of the illness and everything. Yeah, he was going to die because of the illness, but it's a matter of, well, do I want them to simply die and enjoy life until their old age and let let them die peacefully, or do I want them to know that I know what they did and make them suffer for it? I mean, yeah, he's going to die anyway, and he's haunted for life, you know. Right, but revenge. It but, is okay, an, so an easy and peaceful uh, uh, life that he had over there. Right, but it was still his full life. It was still his full life for that time. So you have to keep in mind that in the mind of someone who's seeking revenge, you mm -hmm. passing, you passing for lack of a better term, by God's hand, is not revenge. Revenge is not outliving your enemy in this instance. Revenge is that person knowing that they had a hand in destroying whatever you loved and a hand in your downfall. That's revenge. So he couldn't just sit back and let Vincent die just because of his illness or as an old man, because his, it wouldn't have been revenge. Not to him. It would not have been revenge at all. So that brings the question, though. Is what he, he did, uh, Angelo did, worth it? Is Only Angelo can... worth it at all at that point? See, here's, here's something that I noticed the second walk, the second run through that I didn't notice the first time. Mm -hmm. When he's talking to Nero on the beach and he's like, well, no, it wasn't on the beach yet. It was inside the woods. Um, and he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel any better. It doesn't feel like he's, he's, he's speaking about how it doesn't feel like there was a point to it. And I mean, this can go he, he lost his point when, this is just my opinion. When he he needs to kill uh, Curtio by his own hand, that is the point that he he uh, lose his safe point, you know, his return point at that at that moment when he. Oh, yeah, he absolutely lost his return point, but but that's not necessarily what I, what I'm what I'm getting at though, because okay. Corteo thing that that was Corteo trying to be his brother's keeper, knowing mm -hmm. he screwed up. And taking responsibility and remaining his brother's keeper by forfeiting his life. So that was that was that was a hundred percent Corteo, not Nero, because Corteo was going to die regardless. He knew that. He knew he could not live. But he knew that. Do I want to die by the hand of someone that hates me, or do I want to die by the hand of my brother? Because that's something that's something that's always been kind of a really a really profound question for for me is if you had the choice. You know you have to die regardless. Doesn't matter what you do. You're going to die. Do you want to die by the hand of a stranger, an enemy, or do you want to die by the hand of someone you love? And But know I that your the the whole story could have been different though if uh, Corteo uh, doesn't show up over there. Well, no. If Corteo never if Corteo never showed up, there would have been no story because he couldn't get close to Nero. 
if Corteo had not tried to have go, I think he could have um, made his way out of that, out of that situation. No, I don't see how. I don't see how because he had nothing to offer them. He had nothing to offer Nero. He had nothing to. He would have had to start at the bottom uh, of the ranks. Of yeah. Because of that one guy that really persistent with, <laughs> with um, I guess um, make Angelo a sass. I guess. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that fool. God. One um, fool. Because of that one fool. Well, I'm trying to look up his name. Give me a second. Um, because of um, because of Nero's right hand. Yeah, it, it, that, that uh, was... I guess Angelo is already um, Nero's right hand at that point, and that that guy is very jealous. I guess. Oh, yeah, he, he could not stand it. Huh. He could not stand that, that he. That fool is such a baby, you know. Uh, uh, hold on, I got I got off sidetracked on my point though, because we were talking about is it was it worth it? Um, mm-hmm. When he says when he says in the forest, he's like, I don't feel like it doesn't feel any different. It doesn't feel like it was worth anything. I think that it's possibly because he did not kill Nero. When he's sitting there saying it doesn't feel like it was worth anything. Well, that's two. That's a, there's a twofold problem there. It's either a, it doesn't feel like anything because revenge isn't the answer, which is what we're told our whole lives, or right. it didn't feel like anything because you didn't finish the job. The fourth person is still alive. You let him live. That was your choice. You sacrificed your 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 adopted brother to him. Yeah, That's I mean, like Angelo really starts like to feel that way, starts to be that empty shell again, because he uh, lose, he lost uh, Cotillo. Right, but the only thing that could have possibly redeemed him in that en- in that essence was killing the man that required him to kill Corteo, and the man that took his that took his family again. So. I guess that, that. that is the reason why uh, he feel empty because he couldn't kill Nero if he wanted to because the, their bond is starting to get I guess uh, genuine start to get real yeah it, it definitely ended up becoming a, a genuine connection between the two and by not giving by not doing finishing the job he he just kind of made it so that his whole journey was was pointless to the point where he didn't feel like he accomplished what he set out to accomplish. And even at that point, um, did N- Nero know about Gonzo's um, betrayal? Not till he told him. Not till Nero told him. Oh, all right. Once Nero told him, he's like, I kill, he's like, because he asked him flat out who, um, who sent him the letter, and he told him flat out it was Gonzo. Oh, and yeah. That one Except moment, uh, sides. it was Gonzo. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. But in the end, yeah, revenge, the question is, remains. Revenge, is it worth it, man? Is it worth it? Is it you worth sacrificing it, your brother, the relationship that you, you make on the way there? Is it worth it? It really depends on the reason for your revenge and what you're hoping for afterwards. If you're seeking revenge for redemption, no, absolutely not. There is no redemption to be found. There is, there is no happily ever after, after 
plotting revenge and killing 30 people. I mean, um, in in Angelo's um, uh, case, I don't think is it worth it. Uh, it, it, it. It is worth it, you know, because uh, well, no, because he, 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 he survived just to do the the revenge thing, you know. Right, but he he knew going in that he was fully going in. He was going to be dead at the end of it. Yeah, he he already so accepted that. He's, that he's living his life as a shell of a human being because he can't let go of the past and he can't be okay mm -hmm. with the people that killed his family walking free. So he knows that my life isn't worth anything right now. It's not going to be worth anything when I'm done. So it doesn't make a difference. I'm going to do what's right for my. I'm going to do right by my family. So for him, it was worth it. And it all depends. In normal context, probably not. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah, it's a good story if you like uh, the uh, Italian stuff and the gangster stuff. This is worth your watch, audience out there, because there's so much uh, to this show that we haven't discussed yet. You know, there's so much happening in this show. <laughs> We're just yeah, uh, discussing the the, the like. The main, the main objective, because there's more to it. I mean, the fight between families. This took place in, in a um, prohibition uh, era, which means that so alcohol is illegal. So mm -hmm. all it did, so all it did was drive alcohol into the hands of the mafia and the crime syndicates. So they basically got booze to where it needed to be, and had their own little speakeasies, and which is basically a bar that's you have to no codes and stuff to get into um so people could drink that's all yeah. it was and it just I made mean, them, it just made and everything more powerful even the police doesn't have the authority to stop them right oh no they had the authority to stop them but they were too afraid of them which yeah. is what they showed one uh federal guy showed up and he was like you can't scare <laughs> me i'm not i mean we saw that so many times but it's still amusing you know It's like it's, they didn't have the power. Plus, there was a lot of corruption. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of corruption um, in this. I had to pause because my mind went to another place, and I was like, "This is not this is not what this podcast is about." <laughs> um, there was a lot of corruption in that time. In that time, um, where people would turn a blind eye to different things just to get paid by the mafia and all that stuff. That's what they were I good mean, at. You um, cannot do anything about it. Even when the very righteous men come to the town, try to stop everything, that man just lost his family. You know? Well, that's the thing about the mafia, dude. So, okay, so one of the most famous gangsters of all time, Al Capone. Al Capone mm -hmm. was, was classic mafia, okay? He, nobody could touch him. The police tried for years Feds tried for years to build cases against him, and they couldn't. You want to know how they got him in the end? How? Oh. You know how they got him in the end? Tax oh. evasion. <laughs> they got him for tax evasion because they couldn't get him on anything else. So if that guy just pay his tax, <laughs> he could be free for as long as he wants. Huh? The problem, the problem was, is obviously he can't declare his income because it's illegal. Yeah. But he has all this stuff to show for it. So they're like, well, you own all this stuff, but you haven't paid taxes on none of this stuff. And you haven't talked about where this income was coming from. So we don't know how much to tax you. So you must be living illegally. So they, they arrested him on felony tax evasion. 
and that's how he got sent to prison. So that's how that's how that's the length they had to go to to get people like that. But even for for a tax evasion, you can only hold him for so so long, right? Oh no, he uh, if I remember correctly, he died in prison from sickness. So ah. <laughs> too bad, man. Too bad. <laughs> so I mean, and we, they, they've like, and there were other things that happened. I think a little bit later. I think Rico started. I think that started a few decades later, where basically they said, "Oh, you work with so and so, you guilty just you just as guilty as them, and oh. you could actually be charged." Like if I could, so if me and you were hanging out, and mm-hmm. I rob a bank, and they could prove that you hung out with me when I was at when I right before I robbed the bank, or if we were known associates in the same crime family, I right. could face this. You could face the same charges as me, even though you may not have been part of that bank robbery. <laughs> yeah. Rico, like the it's called Rico. It's uh, it's racketeering. It was something that came up specifically to deal with the mob, and it worked. That's how that's how, that's how they crushed the mob, the mob, the mafia. I in, mean, in. it works, but it is dumb. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> like <laughs> it's more nuanced. I'm I'm gonna be flat out and admit it's more nuanced than that. But that's the basic like. Hammer version, behind it. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's kind, it's kind of shady when you really, <laughs> when you try to, when you really apply it, um, saying all I have to do is prove the case against that fool, and because you and him are known associates, I can pin it on both of you. <laughs> I mean, you you can pin him down together, but um, to charge them with the same um, charge. Before people jump in comments and stuff, this shit, we're look this up. <laughs> to charge them with the same sentences, is that r- r- really legal there? Okay, so the federal, so it's the federal racketeering influenced and corrupt organizations law. So wow, all right. <laughs> literally, I told you they introduced it specifically for the mob, and it's mm-hmm. like it literally says it allows for the prosecution of all individuals involved in a corrupt organization. So if you're all involved in this organization, you must all be part of the problem so we can charge all of you. So it basically allows for prosecution of all individuals involved in a corrupt organization. For mob prosecutions, that means that the government can go over the top lead, can go after the top leadership as well as the hitman and capos. The RICO established much enhanced sentences as well. So basically, if I need to get the boss, if I can prove that this man works for that boss, and I can prove the connection, I can charge the boss, the man, and the hitman, because I can prove the connection between all three. I mean, just imagine that the mob, one of the mob, um, hanging out with you as a bartender. You know, you are a bartender. I guess the mob is a, your r- regular, regular customer. Well, no, so, you couldn't do it. If, couldn't do it if, like, if you were a regular at a bar or something. But if the bar was owned by the mob, and you who knows? For that, because you are just working over there. With, no, with, they, they, just they, the same sentences. No, you knew because, who you worked for. <laughs> I mean, he met you, and I guess every night because he's a regular, and you pretty much know him. You talk about it, I guess. 
once in a while <laughs> will will make you uh, a gu- uh, guilty i guess as them so we're going way off topic here and into, into it into doesn't the- matter it, 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 i guess so, <laughs> so, so yeah. in order for to be applied in order for it to be applied there's three there's three things um, they must show criminal activity So it says you must show that the defendant committed one of the enumerated RICO crimes, which include the broad crimes of mail and wire fraud. If you bring the claim on a fraud basis, however, the court will apply strict scrutiny. So there were certain there were certain charges that you had to fall under. So racketeering, um, uh, think of drug drug cases, stuff like that. Uh, another one is pattern of criminal activity. So you can't just be convicted of one crime. You have to show a pattern of at least two crimes. So pattern has to be related in some way. So you could do like um, money laundering, like gambling and money laundering. So if you run an illegal gambling ring, you have to move that money. So then you have money laundering. So those two crimes are connected and that's more than one. So it's a pattern. So that RICO would apply. And it has to be within four years of the statute of limitations. Oh, all right. So there's yeah. a loophole there. One, We are not continuing um, doing criminal criminal stuff, all right, guys? But still, <laughs> there's a loophole over there. <laughs> right. but, that, but that's something that, that was something that was brought out specifically to deal with the mob in the 1970s. So mm. to, because of periods of time like this in the 1920s where they were just untouchable. So, yeah. so I guess um, let's move on to our next... Um, uh what is it again the next point so um do you have a um favorite scene throughout the show favorite scene hmm. this show is so dark that any scene i claim as a favorite is going to be dark as hell so i'd have to put it at either the point you where... like it because of the art or, or the way the story goes after that that's fair mm-hmm. It's because of the way the story is told and the way it plays out. Mm-hmm. So when um, Angelo tricks Orko and Orko gets captured, how that goes down is probably my favorite. The whole scene. I it thought Angelo, Angelo just betrayed Nero at that point, man. That's what I thought. And then all of a sudden he's like, boom. And he's like, here, have a drink. And all of a sudden it's just like, You just poisoned him. <laughs> he literally poisoned him with a paralytic. And then he just wakes up and he's with Fongo. And it's like, that's cold-blooded. Like, that was that was a work of genius right there. Oh, um, man. That is so clever, though. If it's not that one, it's the following scene. Where oh, Fongo... I, I hate the following scenes, though. Where Fongo feeds my the dog... The scene when when Fango, um, I guess, served all, all the executive the lasagna. Yeah. Ah, oh, sure. Uh, man, I mean, it's great. In the story standpoint, it's very great. We know we know that Fango is very crazy, and extreme. Oh, yeah. nice. But when we saw that, oh, it further further, I guess, proved that. Fango is is a very bad guy, very dangerous. Absolutely. You don't want to be near him, you know. It's just I, actually crazy. 
Man. Man, that is so extreme. But, oh. <laughs> it is something. It is something, you know. But that's why I said it, it is not your typical anime. It is not your typical murder in anime, you know. This is something dark. Extra. Something dark and extra. O- almost Higurashi, like. Almost, but not quite. I, see, it wasn't that level of dark. For me, I when I was watching it, I was the the way the storytelling goes. It definitely related me to remember the one we were watching with the storytellers, um, Rakugo. Rakugo. The way yeah. it's the how how it's all about that story, and it's such a deep, deep story. It yeah. just it just reminded me of Rakugo. I um, mean, Rakugo is a story of a life, you know. Yes, and that's that's what this is. It's yeah. literally the story. It's not the yeah. story of a life. It's the story. It's like the opposite. Rakugo is the story of a life. This is the story of death. Yep, the story of a death. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you you sum it. Uh, you you sum the, the whole show right. I guess. I don't know. It just, that just really just stuck out to me. But, uh, what was your favorite scene, though? So my favorite scene is uh, early in the beginning when they try to um, escape from Fango. When they okay. they are throwing all, all the alcohol at at him, and after that it explodes. Oh, yeah. oh, so they, they they just tie tie the whole thing up again. When from the the I guess, um, uh, uh, the flash the flash memory, flash. the flash memory, uh. The the childhood memory, when oh the flashback, yeah the flashback yeah, <laughs> stumble up on that one. When they make a flashback of their uh, uh childhood, about the candle and everything, yeah, they did it all up in that scene. I love that one. So I I already uh uh say my uh, least favorite scene. How about you? Um. Least favorite? Really don't know. You like, don't have? I don't think I have a least favorite scene. Actually, no. If I had to put it, it's probably Corteo's death. Oh yes, I agree. There's an, an honorable mention. Dude, just because like you're just looking at us like because. Everyone's got that one like true friend, and it's just like, could I do that to my best friend? Yep. Oh, if it were me, if I I were in uh, An- Angelo's shoe, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. I don't. I don't know if I could. I don't know. If I, I mean, could. if I I I I were to kill you, if it's it it would be better off that we, we die together, you know. Honestly, I think that probably would end up what it would be. Like, you know, we're gonna go together. Yeah. But I also, I also would probably be more attentive to the to my best friend and see that downward spiral so they don't do something that stupid. I mean, in in the mo- modern days, even your be- best friend cannot be trusted. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on your best friend. I've I've had best friends on. I'm talking about most people, I guess. 
if you have that that one really really best friend that always back you up man cherish him for life him or well, no, like my, my, the, my best friend that i used to have um he like that fool like he's he was for real like the one i was like if i'm ever in a situation where i'm about to die he'd be the one to show up out to like that that was like that because we've been friends for God, we've probably I'm 34 now, so we'd be it would have been probably 30, 30 years at this point. Wow, you're showing your age, man. <laughs> okay. Oh man. <laughs> I'm I'm old and we I'm old and weeb years. <laughs> no, uh, you you haven't aged uh, uh, a year, man. You haven't aged uh, uh, since because you 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 are uh, only. I gained to level 34, man. <laughs> We got to level 34. Yeah. yeah I got another set. <laughs> <laughs> you never age. You just uh, level up, you know? Level up. Yes, level 35. Hell yeah, baby. More wise, more strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> All right, who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? So, um, my favorite character would be um, Nero for some reason. Really? Because, yeah, I don't see that Nero is a bad guy at all. Nero becomes uh, who who he is just because uh, of uh, Frate's death, you know? Yeah. Before that, Nero is a fun guy. It's it's not bad. I guess he's bad, but not not that bad. You know? He's not he's not that bad, but he he definitely matured so a lot faster because of his brother's death. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, and that scene when uh, Angelo just showed up and bring the gun to the table, you know. Uh, yeah, that whole scene. Oh man, really? Now, I, I I guess in uh. I guess in his uh, master plan, it all turned out good because y- you don't have to kill uh, that guy yourself. But still, man, after all, all that uh, bond, bonding that you have with Nero and you bring that gun to the table, man, the sense of, I guess, a betrayal is... Uh, a bit much, I guess. Well, I, yeah. I don't know. What what you feel about that? I mean... About the whole moment, man. The whole scene. You're talking about Frate's death? Yeah. I mean, that was... That, that was definitely a hard scene. Like, just thinking, like... I, you have to... You literally have to put your brother down. Because... I mean, you don't have to. You try to make up with, with with your brother at that point. Well, no, no, he had to because it, in his mind, his brother pulled that trigger. So it was no longer a matter of, well, I don't want to have to kill my brother. It's a matter of if I don't kill my brother, my brother's going to kill me. And that is such a, that is such a bad, like such a horrible thing to have to think about. Mm-hmm. Is being the one to put a bolt a bullet in your brother, so. That that scene overall was that that was definitely a hard scene. 
but yeah, I, I mean, couldn't see I couldn't hero going any other direction because at that point he knew his brother was coked out. He knew yeah. he was an addict. I mean, he he tried to forgive him, but um, his brother is very stubborn, I guess. Well, no, it's a mix of the drugs and his own his own insecurities were the problem. Yeah, he has a brother that's, issue. That's why he, Ronaldo was able to control him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the story, the whole the whole plot is very brilliant, though. But if you have a weak heart. Just don't watch the show, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's and if you can't handle some hard, some hard decisions and some so, so a, a wild ride at the end of the day, this, this show is not for you. Um, but I gotta so, say, my my, my yeah. favorite character is definitely gonna be, and this is gonna sound weird. My favorite character is actually Fongo. Yeah, I I know. I know how you feel about Fango. He, I mean, he is bad. Don't get me wrong, but he is, I guess, uh, like a free spirit. You know. For me, for me, he's such a good villain. He's yeah, such a Fango as a villain is very great. I mean, <sighs> like okay, so for me, like I was just thinking about this right now, like the level. That he's at the craziness, the the craziness, the I don't care attitude. He reminds me of the Joker. Yeah, a bit, you know. If a Joker, um, I mean, this is a prequel of a Joker, I guess, in a if way. We went, if, if Batman was in the 1920s, Fongo could have been the Joker. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. I mean, when you view 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 it. On the acting, uh, acting uh, standpoint, he delivers the line very, very, uh, I guess, ac- ac- excellent, and very good. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Now I I want to know who's the um uh voice actor behind behind uh, that character. <laughs> oh man! I mean, yeah, he is a very, very great villain. If we, we were to uh, rank a, a very good villain and a very bad villain, <laughs> Fungo will be up there somewhere uh, with with Sato from uh, who Sato from again? Uh, from Ajin. You remember that? Yeah. 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 Fungo yeah. will be high up there with Sato. Yeah. Ajin. Yeah, I haven't watched it in depth. Oh, such a good show. Oh man, Ajit is so so well another, made. Another dark series, though. Like another I mean, dark series. It's lighter than this one, no. but it's still dark. Yeah. No, when you start, when you get back into like the the repeated killings of the Ajin just to experiment on them, and then like the capitations and all that. No, I mean, it, it, yeah, that is one scene though. But still, it's a recurring thing. Yeah, it's a recurring thing. Yeah, I agree. But Satoru, damn, high up there, good Sato, villain. Satoru's a yep. boss. So if uh, I were to make my top three of a best villain of all time, that would be um Aizen from Bleach. 
um, Sato and probably Fango. Yeah, I've never actually made a list of my favorite villains, but Aizen would not be up there. Why not? I don't know. He was never like he was never compelling to me. Like he was never a villain I wanted. I mean, he's a cool villain. He's not like um, doing like the uh, underhanded stuff or anything like that. Oh, probably he's, he he, he's, he is. He's underhanded. <laughs> he's underhanded. The only reason he got as far as he did is because his Zombok token hypnotized you to see it. Yeah, it is because of his uh, Zapakuto, but still. Yeah, that's about as underhanded as you get. Even the uh, Commander General got full, got full, man, by Aizen. So Aizen is a good villain, I guess, in my eye. I don't know. I, I, he was born to me. Mm-hmm. So how about the least favorite character, man? Uh, Frate. Yeah, I agree. And and uh, one more guy. Um, um, uh, Fios Hasbud, the from Galasias. Oh. Yeah, that guy too. Yeah, I mean, I he was he was doing what he was he was trying to do his takeover bit, so I can't really hate him for that. But God, but Frate was so. Weird. He's still an asshole, you know. Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you you know That's how right. I feel about asshole <laughs> in yeah. anime show. <laughs> I don't mind Frate because he has issue from, from I guess from a childhood, from uh uh way be- before he's become a guy. I guess if you watch the the special episode, you know you know that um. Frato is like a very protective, a very, very cautious guy, I guess. Very cautious kid. He is, Doesn't but at the same to, to get get involved with not, with danger or anything like that. No, I agree, but it was not his his reasoning was not sound reasoning for me. Yeah. And yeah, when his whole plan is going, uh, is want to kill his own brother. I mean, yeah. You are done with man. You are done for. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, you cannot gain the, the trust of, of uh, your own father. At that point, man. So I guess let let's um uh, wrap this thing up, man. So okay. Um. So, will you recommend this show to other people? Uh, I have in the past, and I will again. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's I have a I, I have a very simple philosophy when it comes to anime. And people are like, "Oh, I don't like anime." I was like, "Okay, what kind of movies do you like?" And I can, I will find a show based on the movies they like. If someone tells you they like gangster flicks, this is a perfect anime for them. So yeah. this yeah. literally plays like a gangster movie. I would I mean, recommend this to a person who loves gangster films, who loves that 1920s mob mentality. I would recommend this all the time. I mean, to see this kind of story in our anime landscape over here is very rare, you know. But yeah. when when they did, when we, they do, if it is this good, I don't mind at all. I, I would like to see more of this kind of anime in the future. I hope so, and not just uh, like your typical isekai at your high school anime. Oh man, come on, 
we already see one and we I guess we we saw saw them all. So many every season. <laughs> I mean, our, when we're doing our mini reviews, I think the mini reviews, all three of them, are isekais for our for our first impressions. I believe they're all isekais, so they're all from this season. Mm-hmm. So that tells you that there's so many right now. But like this is a perfect example of such a different story that you don't get to see all the time, and it's yeah. done so well. Yeah, I mean. The story is well made, well um, presented. The um, the moment you start watching the first episode, it set the tone of the whole show, man. And that is what I like about the show. We know that w- what we are going into. I I guess we already know the ending, but uh, the way the plot and the whole story that goes uh, to to that ending. It's something that you you need to, I guess, experience yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So I, I will recommend this to people, but uh, not not all of them because this is such a niche, um, I guess, genre to begin with. Even though yeah, it's, it's a good story. Yeah. Job. If you cannot handle like a very slow story from the beginning, this is not for you, man. But if you are patient enough. And let yourself get attached to the characters, and just enjoy the story. I guess you will be uh, satisfied uh, at the end. Even though um, I have um, some question though for you, Shannon. Do you like the ending of the show? No. No, right? So, no. what is your expectation though towards the ending? I just want finality. I want to know what Nero did. Do I don't think he did. I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. Because but, he smiled but, at the end. But the, but the way that they show it to us. I know. No. Right? It makes us wonder what what happened towards the end. Right? Because you don't know what happened. and it, it, But Nero, <laughs> the look on Nero's face makes you think that he didn't. But he could have. I, I mean, know. we we heard the gunshot, but we didn't see the body. Right, but that's the second time we did that. Like, that's, he did that before too. Right. Remember the uh, first episode of the show? When the very first episode, when yeah, he was fired, he was yeah, at um at Avilio, you hear the gunshot, but they don't show you. Yeah, it's the same. So <laughs> we still don't know what happened. <laughs> So, no, I don't like the ending. Like, I, I mean, don't know. that I don't is know. the art. It is the art of the story, though. They bring uh, the whole thing full circle again. You know? No, they need to make it. They need to close off the circle. Because <laughs> right now it's just an infinity loop. I mean, that is for us to wonder what happened. That is um, depend on our imagination at, at this point, I guess. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate that you are, I guess, um, hanging at the end. I hate it too, but it is what it is, man. That's why I, I gave it such a, a low score this time around. If they manage to close it off properly, maybe I will give it like a 7.5. But as it is, oh, man. <laughs> why you did this to us, man? Why you make us laugh? See, for me, I gave it the 7.5 I gave it because I can't watch it. Like, I don't, I didn't want to watch it again. 
like I didn't want to watch it again. When I started watching it, it played just fine, but mm-hmm. I was never really excited to go and continue watching it. So that's why I gave it a 7.5. Yeah, it is not something that you, you can watch repeatedly, you know. It, it's kind of like Rakugo. You, you can watch it once, but twice? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's it, man. So that is the end of our review of, um, what is it called again? 91 Days. <laughs> so I hope you like um, uh, what you heard here, um, guys. So uh, if you have any comments or feedback or Anything you want to ask to cover in the our future episodes, you can just um, follow us. We are where are we at uh, Shannon. We are on Facebook, <clears throat> Twitter, and Instagram at Shitake Podcast. Also, you can shoot us an email if that's your thing at Shitake Podcast at gmail.com. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, hey. Um. Don't. Don't. Don't be shy. We 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 are not biting, you know. Just send us uh, the comments. Uh, we would like to have an interaction with you guys out there. We know, we know you you guys out there. You know that you guys are listening to our podcast. We know that. And if there's a show you want us, you want to hear us review, you want to get our take on, drop us a line on any of the socials or on our on our email. Let us know what you want us to review. Yeah. And that being said, so let's end the show like the usual, guys. Um, uh, so, um, revenge is a bad thing. But if you really decide on doing a revenge on someone, think think about it again, and please don't die. And even in a world of revenge and gangsters, Bongo still found time for Opai. <laughs> oh, we missed that part. Nobody <laughs> else did. Fongo did. Uh, only Fongo did. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I guess that's it. Um, Alright. Um, see you next week. Um, Shitake. Shitake.